righty, here we are, episode number 25 of Slappercast. Sloppy cast. A weekly talk show with laggards, in case you forgot what the uh, subtitle is, hmm. or, who, or who we are. <laughs> I'm Chad, this is Patrick right here. How you doing, Patrick? Uh, let's come back to that one. Back to you, Chad. <laughs> okay. Back to you in the studio, we'll Chad. Reveal, we're, we're, yeah, never mind. So that was a hell of a show on uh, Saturday night. Saturday night, which one was that? We did the Lone Star, the, very, the first annual Lone Star Pirate Festival at Warehouse Live, uh, hosted by our good friends... Um, the Penlands of Drunken Monkey Privateers. Privateers. Yeah. Downtown Houston Warehouse Live. Yeah, we uh, started off the weekend in a place called Moe's out in Cyprus. Some would argue the number one Moe's. We, uh, we, we have a great crowd out there. Hot as hell. It was 90, 92 or 93 degrees when I got out of the car at 7 o'clock to start setting up, or actually to watch you guys set up. Uh, <laughs> and it's outside... Covered patio, but it's just uh, it's uh, it's just right off the the highway two ninety. So we get there and it's like I said ninety two ninety three something like that. And muggy is all hell and the sun's setting. So uh, you know sun beating in on the it was just it just, it just really you know. So we weren't expecting a great turnout. This is this has definitely been one of the warmer you know summers. Yeah, that I've seen here. So uh, so yeah, we weren't expecting a great crowd and. Uh, by I think by about uh, seven forty-five, uh, a lot of the tables were starting to fill up, and inside was great. Inside is yeah was 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 hopping, but then by the time we started it at a half eight, it was I mean yeah. it was they were they were want to see it out there. It was just really really good crowd, really mm-hmm. really into it, very uh, very attentive, very uh, so Friday night was great, and uh, we thought well I, I know I thought because you know at seven o'clock it's kind of slow on the patio. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, yeah, Oh, well, maybe, yeah. maybe we could take it easy tonight. Maybe it's going to be a, <laughs> no such, out. no such luck. It was, it was yeah. great. And um, people were fantastic. And then, and then Saturday rolls around. Like Chad said, the first annual Lone Star Pirate Festival. We had, we knew that the drunken monkey privateers, we know that they have a, a, a reach. They have an audience. They have yeah. a, you know, they have a, they're involved with the the Renaissance, mm-hmm. the Texas, you know, the the Ren Fair, yeah, here in in well, just outside of Houston. Uh, so, uh, Mc, no, that's Mc, what is it? Um, oh, Todd Mission, right? Yeah, that's the city. Yeah, there. yeah. So, uh, so we knew that they were going to have just on their own. Those guys can just open their front door and say "Ahoy!" and there, you know, there'll be a hundred pirates there. You know, so we knew that there's going to be a lot of people. And also, if you're if you're not familiar with the Drunken Monkey Privateers, we'll uh, put a link to their website because they got some incredible merchandise. Yeah, um, but also the costumes, the garb, as they call it. If you, I mean, I, I'm dumbfounded by the, the the just the amount of time that goes into these costumes. And the the mugs that they make, there's all this all this handcrafted stuff. These people are so talented and so uh, into their craft. It's um, all kinds of leather works and all. I mean, just the, the vendors at the at the the festival were just intense. They're gonna they they're going to need a bigger venue. Warehouse Live is a large, large, large venue. It's for bands that don't do stadiums. It's the, you know the right the step right below stadiums. So if you're not doing a stadium or a you know Toyota Center or a you know, a mask, that's where you're going to play. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's a you know, big, big room and a nice big room off to the side, you know, for the vendors and 
sound and lights. You need to go to our to our uh, Facebook page and see some of the photographs that were taken. Just uh, yeah, we're we're, we're going to post a lot of them. And but just um, you know, just the the thing that caught me off guard was I know what they you know we know what they look like what, what these costumes are. The thing that caught me off guard was. I'm driving up to the event, I'm still about 10 blocks away, and I see about four or five people in full pirate regalia, head to toe. And I'm talking leather boots, big jackets, all kinds of, you know, trinkets on their hat. I mean, these they're just laden down with this massive amounts of stuff, you know, this pirate gear. And they're walking toward the, the venue, you know, and they, they still got a lot of, you know, a long way to go. And this is, you know, high noon. Yeah. This is... Uh, you know, this is, you know, I mean, they got a lot. I just couldn't believe, and the heat, it must yeah. have been 110 out there. It's pure sunshine, and they're walking just as happy as they can be because they're going to the Pyre Festival. And this is more than, we've seen these folks come out to our shows in full garb uh, quite often, actually. They don't always dress up all the way. You know, sometimes they'll just come out with their hats or stuff, but they, it's, you know, they really care about this. You know, it's something they take very seriously. But uh, I w- when I showed up there, this the, the, again, this is a, this is an event that ran from two uh, thirty all the way, I think, to midnight. Midnight, yeah. Uh, it's not just an, an evening out. This is an entire afternoon, an evening, a whole day, basically. And uh, you know, and I got there just and was just take, loading my stuff into the into the back of the club, and there's already a line around because they hadn't let them in yet. Yeah. The doors hadn't opened, but there's a line around the, the block. <laughs> people and all dressed up waiting to get in. I, that, that was when I the first hint I had, I got that you know what a big day it was going to be. I was like, oh, this is looking good already. I mean, I, like you're saying, I knew they're they're going to be able to pull people out because they have this reach through the Ren Fair and, and also our friends at Sherwood and so forth. And we know that we have a a, a great number of our fans are what you call Rennies or Sherwoodians, people who love dressing up like this. But the turnout was. Just, just blew me away. I was not expecting it to be as huge as it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was really impressed by that. The whole operation. Yeah, and then and then our our friend Jack Gonzo was was uh, he was DJing in, in between it. So there was there was great music, you know, throughout the oh, yeah. know, throughout the festival. And of course, uh, Saint Lori and Saint Chris came out, and they, you know they they were manning our merch table and. We got some great new pins in. We got some women's V-neck shirts now. With uh, they're really cool. They just have a silver logo on them. They look really sharp. And um, where was Jack positioned? And I, I, I just realized I didn't. I don't remember seeing him. I, I, I don't recall either. I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't out in the thing much. I've, uh, I had to be, you know, uh, very stationary that day. <laughs> so I was, uh, um, I, I, not, not out very much. But the, um, he just, was. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure he was by the D. He must have been by the sound booth. Yeah, I just realized I didn't meet him. I was, yeah, I was like, oh crap. But the uh, you know all and, and in typical fashion, uh, you know everybody was out in all the bands were 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 really 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 good. There, uh, there was a burlesque show. It was and the other thing too was it was an over eighteen show. Mm-hmm. It was uh, you know like I said the night before we were at Moe's and it's kind of a family event early on. You know we treated it as a family event earlier on because it's it's uh. You know, there's kids out there eating and, you know, the food's great and the atmosphere is good. But, you know, it's just nice to do an adult show every yeah. once in a while. Because, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, we take a lot. We take a lot out in a PG show. 
you know, and for instance, then yesterday we did a birthday party for a good friend of ours, Shane, in College Station, and there was a ton of kids, and they were... I think there were more uh, kids than adults. Yeah, they <laughs> but they were, I mean, they were dancing, they were screaming, jumping up and down, so much fun. Uh, yeah. Again, I thought we were going to take the, you know, I thought we were going to have, have a little <laughs> shortcut on Sunday doing a, doing a birthday party, but no, those kids were... Just insatiable. Think, we, we, yeah. we, 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 had, we just had so much fun with them. It was they funny. Were, it was kind of like they were role-playing the, the, our fans, our normal fans, yeah. during the year. Because they, they, they had a table in front of us. Yeah. I remember one of the little girls was going, this is my spot. <laughs> Don't take my spot. Yeah, she said. They were really excited about She was about seven years old, and yeah. she, she, uh, she said, I, we're still loading gear in. And she just, you know, just, you know, plopped a, a stool down right in front of the stage. <laughs> I mean, just like no room between us and, and the stool. And she goes, I am going to be front row. And her little brother yeah. came up and goes, that's my sister. And she pushed him. And I said to, uh, I said to her, 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 her dad, I said, yeah, I think that was your daughter. Cause your son came up and he goes, yeah, that's my daughter. That's Ireland. <laughs> it was really cool. Oh, her name was Ireland. Your name was Ireland. There yeah. you go. And uh, she, she was, uh, but you, you know, it was just, um, you know, then back to the pirate festival, you know, we had, uh, we had, uh, you know, a lot of people, we, you know, we haven't played Austin in a long time because, yeah. because we lost our home there. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, since Fido's closed, we have, we've spoken to some venues, but it's, it's been, ah, uh, we'll see, you know, see, so we're not, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, of course we're dying to get back there, but we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're basically, and, and, and I hate to say it cause it sounds, it's, you know, like I'm really fucking famous in my head, you know, just so you know, but we, you know, we're not going to prove ourselves again in a club in Austin. We're not going to go start again somewhere. And, and, it's, it's, and I hate the sound of that, but it just, we, you know, when we met Fido, you know, they were, they, they were established and they didn't need us. And we went up there and we kind of, pro- you know, we proved ourselves, you know, we went in there and I remember Brian Russell who uh, does not know how to use, uh, uh, text or email <laughs> or now he was great back in the day, but uh, he lives in Florida now. So that goes with that. Say. But uh, um, we, we played that when we t- told this story before, uh, you know, forgive me for uh, double slapper casting, but um, we went to, to, uh, I talked to him on the phone and we talked to another couple of clubs there incidentally in Austin. And they said, yeah, uh, no, we don't want, you know, we have, and, and I quote one of the bars, I won't mention the name. Call me. Um, and, uh, I, and I quote, he said, uh, he said, I got barbacks that will play for a beer tab. Why should I? I said, All right, cool. Thank you. Yeah. And, and it was, and that was it. And that was the, that was, the, so that was who we were dealing with. The, you know, that was the mindset we were dealing with. And I talked to Brian Russell from Belfast and he says, uh, he said, yeah, he says, come up. He says, look, look, we'll buy you dinner. We'll, you know, pay you a little something and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, so, uh, Chad, Tory, Brian, myself, you know, loaded in two cars. We went up there with PA and just, we set up on the patio and we did all our best stuff because we said we'd play for, you know, I think of an hour or an hour and a half or something. So I think we did a 90 minute set, which was all our stuff. I mean, all our stuff. I mean, this is back in the very, very beginning. And, uh, Brian Russell Skinner, as they called him, he came out, he said, he said, holy shit. What was that? Yeah. He said, he said, look, I'm going to double what we said. He said, I'm yeah. going to give you the calendar. We're going to, you're going to pick your dates. Just do whatever you want. This is your club. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, yeah. you know, that's what we built. So now we're not going back to, uh, you know, Joe's 
hole in the wall and and playing for a for a beer tab or something. We just, it's just you know what I mean. It's yeah. not. So, so it's, it, it's sad because our friends in Austin have been saying, hey, when are you coming back? Yeah. We have, we've been, you know, pursuing these places, but it's, it's just not. So, you know, what we, you know, why would you, you know, miss out on a good, be it a house gig or a club or a festival or something? Why would mm-hmm. you miss out on that to go improve yourself in Austin? You know, we're, we're, we, yeah. we have people that will come out. Yeah. So that was sad to see, you know, yeah. but we had, uh, a couple drive in from Denton, Texas yeah. uh, to see us at uh, the pirate thing. We had, uh, people from San Antonio. We just, I mean, just you know, just mm-hmm. it's just just wonderful to see, and and that's that will never cease to amaze me the the distance that people drive. Yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah, it's great, and including uh, Jeff and Tara uh, Cohen uh, God, from Austin. Those photographs. Yeah, some great photos from Jeff, who uh, he's he's been taking pictures of us for years. Uh, he's got a, a Facebook. He has a, well, he has a website too. Moonshine Images is what yes. he calls his stuff. He's, he's a brilliant, just gorgeous, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, he's gorgeous personally. His, his, his photographs. Settle down, he's married. His photography is absolutely gorgeous. And he, he does not only great live stuff and just, he loves, at, when he goes to Sherwood or the Ren Fair, he'll, he'll take pictures of everything. It's like a, it's like a, a panorama, almost not literally panorama, but like you get, you get a, a taste of everything that's going on wherever he is. But he's also, I mean, particularly a really good live concert photographer but he also does great like time-lapse photography of, of, uh, uh, the moon and, and stars and things like that. Like the stuff city, like, yeah. Austin yeah. city at sunset and stuff like, I'm like, how did he do that? I have no he, idea how he gets those. Yeah. He, and he goes out to, he goes out to big bend park and he, I mean, he's just, he's com, he completely committed to this. Mm-hmm. And this time we were, Chad and I were talking about this on the way home from the party last night in college station, his timing we're talking about photographers that we've known and photographers we, we worked with at uh, Jeff's timing is just absolutely impeccable. If you, if you, when you see these photographs, you'll understand. Yeah. Um, some of the best action shots that, that have ever been taken, uh, particularly Patrick, uh, and he, he, this, 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 this batch of photos from the pirate festival is no exception. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be sharing some of those with you and look in the show notes for this one or on our website. Yeah. And also, we're going to do a, a special, uh, we, we have many ideas, and, and, and just P.S., thank you, everybody, for your feedback. It's thrilling to, to speak with people, and I, because I, I, I forget that we're doing this sometimes. I forget, and people will quote something, yeah. and they'll say, ask a question, on the, and it's just, it's thrilling. It's just nothing short of, you know, thrilling to talk to these people and just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yes and no. And well, yes, we'll do that. And, but one of the, uh, one of the things that we want to do is, uh, we're going to have to, to, to get a little bit more savvy with the, with the gear. But, um, our friend, Jason Gadrum policing for our community, Logan, Ohio, we, you know, Chad did the live stream of the, uh, of the show at, uh, warehouse live. And I would recommend you watch that too. That's a better, uh, the, the, the you know, better sound and lights, a big stage and whatnot. And it's just, a, it was a better representation of what we do. Um, we can't always get that, you, you know, deliver that whole uh, show from a, you know, from a pub stage or a, right. Know, or, so um, I, again, the policing for our community group chimed in in the middle of the, uh, of the live stream at the pirate festival. And next thing you know, there's 150 people chatting on there just, yeah. You know, just, and, and it's just, of course, you know, we're, we're, we're on stage. We can't see it, but 
when we saw it afterwards, it's, it, it, it kind of knocks the wind out of you <laughs> when you, you realize, oh, you know, again, Jason's gone back to work. And yeah. so, so we're, we put it, you know, just, and he just expands the audience, you know, tremendously. And we're, 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 you know, indebted to him. But I, I I'd like to, uh, you know, Chad and I was talking about, you know, we'd like to have a phone in with him just to, because it, it, if you haven't tuned into that, you know, to watch them, mm-hmm. it, it, it really is. It, it's the best show out there. It's just flat, flat out the best show out there. They're just hilarious and providing a service. And you, you know, you just, you just get a taste of what these guys go through. Yeah. And it's just it, it, policing for our community. They're, they're policemen. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're just, they're, they're hilarious. They're funnier than any personality on TV, you know, and you have to check it out. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have a link for that too in the show notes as well. The, the other thing I wanted to, to to point out too that we're going to uh, we're going to link to the Drunken Monkey Privateers. We're going to link to that page. Mm-hmm. They are selling their these t shirts. They they did the Lone Star Pirate Festival t shirt, which is an incredible logo designed by themselves. Um, uh, all the proceeds are going to these uh, servicemen. Uh, I th- they haven't arisen yet. These. Uh, not only do they party like pirates, but they sleep like pirates too. So they're, so they're going to be, they're, they're going to be out today's Monday. They're probably going to be out cold till Wednesday, but um, hopefully we'll, we'll get a hold of somebody by tomorrow so we can link to uh, these places. So if, um, if you want to, you know, if you want to get some of their shirts, we'll put a link there. Yeah. But it's, it's a, like I said, it's a great cause, the Wounded Warriors Project. And they're, you know, th- these people have just got b- great big hearts and they're, they're, they they work so hard on this thing this pirate festival is going to be massive. It's going to be an annual ordeal and it's going to be, you're going to want to see it. Yeah. You don't have to be in garb, uh, but you'll want to be, <laughs> but yeah, you really will. When you see what, ha- and then we also point out too, uh, when I say drink like pirates, I mean it. They 30 minutes into the, so what, what time did this, or did the doors open at two or two thirty? Either or. Yeah. Let's I call think, it. I think it was two ish. Yeah. When the doors opened, and 30 minutes ticked off the clock from whatever time that was, they ran out of rum. Yeah. They ran out of, excuse me, their sponsored rum, yeah. which they were informed. Warehouse Live was informed, hey, they're going to drink you out of rum. Get a lot. They didn't, yeah. they, they, yeah, they, they yeah, got yeah, some, yeah. they yeah. didn't get a lot. Right. 30 minutes in, they're out of sponsor rum. Mm-hmm. Hour in, they're coming close to being out of all rum. So I'm going to tell, <laughs> say this again. If anybody is planning a pirate party, please, Plan accordingly. Get your rum. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we had we we had just an incredible first festival. Just to watch the, the like I said, the people watching. To it was insane, and the no there was uh, there was a bunch of bands. Um, turns out that we know some of the some of the guys from the from the uh, the musical blades in Kansas City that came down for this. And they were tremendous. I'd seen their stuff online before, really good, but their live show was off the charts. Yeah. Just brilliant. Yeah. And uh, Bill's Pumps from here, Captain Tor. Uh, oh, and then we had the burlesque show as well. Good yeah, Dem- God. Dem- Dem's from Houston's here, premier Houston, yeah. burlesque troupe. Uh, friends, a couple of them have been friends of ours for a while. Yeah. Um, I worked with Patty at yeah, Continental Club. Right. Uh, yeah, so we've known her for years. But I'd never seen them work before. Well, we Tifa did a did a did yes. an impromptu uh, show with us at the uh, the Ren Fair campground yes. show we did with with Drunken White Monkey Privateers. Yeah, last year, 
And uh, was that last year? Yeah, it was last yeah. fall. But don't think for a second we played Renfair. We did not. No. We, we played the campground. We played their campground. 10 times funnier. Yeah. More fun. Camp Tortuga, right? Yeah. And what, what was funny about this is we actually, there were only three dressing rooms split between a six thousand acts. people. Yeah. So we were actually sharing a dressing room with Dim Damn Dames. Yeah. I'm, which meant we spent a lot of time out in the hallway <laughs> while they were getting changed. Yeah, I know. But uh, I, was, I was knocked out by not just their performance, but they, you guys have no idea. If you've ever gone to see their show, they're, they're fantastic, you know, hands down, first of all. But you you have no That's idea how awesome. much preparation goes into their show because they, you know I you know I said I got there at two thirty they were already there getting ready at two thirty for their show at uh, I think seven is when they went on it was right before us so they were they were like our opening act basically it was like a perfect pairing it was it was just great but they they were working that entire time behind the scenes they were preparing and getting ready for this for their shows all these little uh, bits they're doing they had different costumes for every every routine and. I was really impressed by that. I had I had no idea there was that much that went into it. Um, anyway, but they they're they're really great. You got got yeah. to check them out. Chad had to have his tongue surgically put back into his <laughs> mouth, so uh, that that took a little while. But yeah, the, doc, was, the doctor said he's recovering well. It was funny watching the backstage uh, stage hands and stuff reacting to this, which I guess is not <laughs> not something that typically happens there. You know, just having touring bands and stuff going through. And that leads me too, to to the 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 stage crew, which I, I assume were were warehouse lives. Yes. House stage just there. Uh, uh, stage crew, the sound, sound people, and everything. Ryan was running sound from the front of the house, and yeah. I could hear the slap back a little bit. And whatever he was doing, well, you, you can see it on the video. You can tell that it's that it's a, a it's a pro. The guy is he's dressed like a military, like <laughs> like a, like a sniper or something. He's he's just got the vest. And at first, I was thinking, well, this guy's kind of overkill, but I promise you, he is not. And I didn't get the the young lady that was running the monitors. She was fantastic. She yes. was just really was brilliant. She, I didn't get her name. She was she was flustered, but she was brilliant. However, Ryan, who ran the show from the front, he did he did front of house sound. He, like I say, I I was kind of giggling under my breath at the you know uh, you know maybe little, you know the the looked like a bomber jacket or something, but a sleeveless bomber <laughs> jacket, and I was a little jealous. It had no sleeves. I liked it, but uh, <laughs> he was is a ninja. In, in in that he was uh, something went something went wrong with the monitors and by the time you could say R he was on the stage replaced two or three wires and ran back to the thing and then he's at the soundboard again and this mm-hmm. is a long this is a, yeah. big, this is a big room this is a big 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 music it was hall. like he teleported to the stage and he just yeah. he just and then he's back there and you can hear him back in the thing going okay now do this this yeah. I mean. I love when people know their craft when they're when they're into their job and they're and everybody there was into their job. Let me also say that the security were brilliant. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, they, they they had people stationed at at each door. You know, by the VIP section, by the dressing rooms, by the back door to let people. And every one of those guys was, you know, they were checked for credentials and they checked for, you know, mm-hmm. for you know, deliveries and whatnot. It was absolutely, it, that was a really, really, really good op- operation. So, mm-hmm. but again, what we heard on the stage and what the people heard in the hall was tremendous as yeah. far. And so, you know, like it really helps when people know their, know their, know their gear and they know the room and they know that, you know, especially for an incredibly in- intense uh, day of work like that. I don't care how good a sound person you are. That is hell when you have to run 
uh, sound for five or six different people throughout the day or more. And now, there was nine people in the blades. Yeah. There's probably the same amount in bilge pumps. Mm-hmm. Captain Tor, I, I assume, you know, minimum six. Yeah. I mean, and then Dem Dam Dames is a, is a troop that has a different, you know, so they got to clear all the monitors off. There can't be anything on the stage for their, for their yeah. performance. Because, but they're just, like I say, they're just the, you know. It's like probably six or seven times the amount of work they usually have to do there, I'm yeah. imagining. Because I am i don't know what a typical day is at Warehouse Live, but I'm just imagining if most of the time they're working with touring bands or coming through town. Yeah. And maybe one or two opening acts, you know. But the, the, those bands, if all goes well, we will show up, you know, at least two hours before they go on. So they have some time to sound check. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so there's some time to, we had like, uh, 10 minutes between, you know, for, for them to, to get, you know, to resort everything and get us set up. And, uh, it, you know, the fact that they, they were able to pull that out at all, yeah. I think this amazes me. Um, so yeah, I, I was, I was really impressed with those guys and everybody was telling me uh, after we got off how, how, how amazing it sounded out in the front. So that was, that was a thrill being on that, you know, being on the, the big stage there. We played there before. Uh, yeah, we did the, the rugby. The, yeah, the USA versus Ireland. We played the uh, we played the after party for that. Right, and it was just you know that was which, a smaller room too. Which was a much was, smaller, and there was just one one fellow who was running sound. Yeah, uh, I've forgotten his name. Unfortunately, that was such a long time ago now. But uh, this is the first time we were on the big stage with with all the gear and the whole the whole shebang, and that was uh, that was something else. Yeah, that that was a, that was a hell of a weekend. We're uh, uh, this weekend, just just to just so we don't forget, is uh, we got two nights in San Antonio at Moe's. Um, yes, the same Moe's as, as as here in Cyprus, and uh, I think this weekend uh, Moe's San Antonio's moved up to the number one spot as their favorite Moe's. So we're going to see if that holds. <laughs> and then uh, Sunday we're going to be at the Bernhardt Winery. Yes, in Plantersville. Yes, and that is going to be. Yeah, I I don't know if you like wine or not, but. If you like wine, this is a, this is a really, 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 you know, it's a big deal. Yeah. The, the, this is a very, very popular winery, and these uh, Sunday concert series they do are... This is, and this is out on their lawn uh, with these, these big, huge, uh, beautiful pecan trees, and you're, you can bring your own... They have food there. Yeah. There's going to be food trucks there. They have, you know, uh, cheeses and stuff like that. You can't bring your own booze. That's the only thing. But you can, if you want to bring your own picnic basket, your own food, that's fine too. Just yeah. no outside booze. And you can bring your own lawn chairs. Just, just set up, sit, sit wherever you want. Um, and you can bring your kids. Kids under 15 or can get in for free. Uh, but you do need to get tickets. Uh, but we'll, we'll have a link for that as well yeah. in the show notes. And you, you can go to blackguards.com and look at the shows. But yeah, this is going to be pretty cool. I, we had, I don't know if we've ever really... We did do a food and wine festival once a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. But that was kind of a different affair. This yeah. is going to be more focused, you yeah. know, actual concert rather than background noise. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. And also, we're talking to a couple of club clubs in uh, in Sligo about uh, for our island trip. We're talking to them this week, and just have fingers crossed we can get them on the phone. It's been it's been been rough trying to trying to nail this stuff down, but uh, we have an in now. Actually, I was speaking to the fiddle player in the musical Blades. Yeah, and she was telling me she lives part time in Ireland. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, she told me that too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know so, who she was when she told me that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I figured it out later. So she, uh, you're, you're smart. Man. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, she was saying that, uh, so she was uh, listing a couple of places that she, I haven't been to Sligo since I was a child. I was your age. I think, uh, last time I was there, <laughs> no, it was uh, a year and a half ago. Oh yeah. 
Top. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It was, so anyway, we're we're so anyway, we're, we're going to post that on there. And like we mentioned last week, we have a we have a, a group, uh, an Ireland um, group on our Facebook page. Uh, so if you're uh, if you're interested, if you're t- dipping the toe in the water, get on there and have a chat. And yeah, I need to add that link to the every episode in the show notes has a link to our Ireland Ireland information. But I I, I need to put a link to that group on there as well. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, Saint Laurie and Saint Chris have already found the the golf courses. So if you're a golf courser, you know golf courser. <laughs> if you're an inter golf courser, you're uh, the the you know the golf has already been planned. If 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 you you know if you're in, into that kind of thing, yeah. And this this trip too, I mean, we may have mentioned. It's been a while since we've gone and, and talked a lot about the Ireland trip on the show, but this trip is going to be unique. We, this will be the eighth time we've done this, and what's going to be different about this this particular uh, trip is that we're not going to be. We will be on the bus, but we're not going to be on the bus every day. Yeah. So Unless, we'll, yeah. In particular, there's going to be three nights in um Bondoran, which is right outside of Donegal. So you have a there'll be things with there are things planned that you can do. But you don't have to do them while we're there. You can, you basically have complete freedom while you, while we're staying in any of these places. You can go off and do whatever you want. So there's this particular trip. There's uh, a lot more uh, freeform uh, potential <laughs> for you to do. Sort of, you know, you can even design your own your own activities, itineraries. Yeah, your own itinerary if you want. Uh, you don't have to because we've, we've got we've got plenty of things that you can do. Come along and and join us for. But if you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, it's going to be, I, and I'm looking forward to that too. I do enjoy traveling and, and, and being on the road and stuff, but it's, it's nice, you know, not having to be up at, at eight or nine every morning to get on the bus to go somewhere else. So, uh, but I think it was, I think it was the last time we were there. We, we had a lot of time in Dublin, uh, in that trip. And that was nice too. That was when we, when we were able to go out and take a, take a hike up to Kalani Hill, uh, in your old neighborhood. Which I don't know if we're gonna have time to do that this time. Well, we have, if, if, if people want to do, we'll, we'll always make time. Yeah, but, um, that's that's the beauty of these things. Is the Hammond tours are so good to us, and that they you know they let us mold the tours to. Uh, to I actually you know it, before we could call the shots on what, but but they they want you to see as much as you yeah you know as, as you possibly can. However, if we said no, we're gonna do X, Y, and Z. You know they'll they'll make the thing they'll make the tour you know, bend to that. So, so you just perfect world. You, you know, you get to see everything you want to see. Um, but we, you know, we get, we get, we get damn close. Yeah. But so. plus we're, we're spending a lot of time this time in, in cities. We haven't actually been to before. Yes. Yeah, like, like Sligo yeah. and, yeah. and Bundorn. Well, Bundorn is a, not a city. It's a village. The village, right. Yeah. Uh, but still we're but close right. to everything. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and we're going to go off the beaten, <clears throat> the beaten path. Uh, just a show note here, Chad's, Chad's caffeine is hitting right around the same time as mine. So there's, there's a, the, we may have to slow the tape down right about now. <laughs> uh, I can see him. He's uh, twitching in his chair. Anyway, so um, yeah, uh, the, 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 the also the nice thing about this is, you know, in, in the past we've been to the big tourist attractions. Now we're going off the beaten path. Yeah. Now we're going to go see, <clears throat> you know, we're going to go, we're kind of going to go deep into the, into the uh, local yeah. culture and, with Bundoran being so close to Donegal, uh, we only we had stayed there once before, not Bundoran, but in Donegal. But it yeah. was only one night. Yeah. So I have very, I have no memory of that night. <laughs> I think I think we just showed up and went to sleep and went to the next place. Then yeah, that, that was like six years ago or something. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that to actually get to experience yep. the city uh, this time. 
that's my favorite thing to do is just every city we go to is just, you get out and walk and go and just kind of soak it in. Yeah. Go to a coffee shop or something like that. I, I, I go to what? the park. I love that. I mean, that's my favorite thing about Dublin really is just walking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Galway too. Yeah. Um, but Dublin is, is the best for that. I think. And Cork, Cork is my, they're all great for that. Yeah. Anyway. So in the time we have left, we had a uh, Greg Fugit is that had asked us a interesting. Yeah. What is wrong with my the caffeine speech hitting. capabilities today? Mm-hmm. Greg Fugate had asked us an interesting question. There's uh, no such thing. He wanted to know where where the closest Waffle House is. <laughs> Go out of your house, take a left, and it's the yellow and black sign. Well, he wanted to know. You're welcome. He says top five things. I don't know if we can limit it to five things. Uh, what what do we love and hate about LPs and uh, vinyl records? You mean? Yeah. So. What do we love and hate about that? I, I can't think of anything I hate about vinyl. <laughs> that was I, a strange I, thing. I, yeah, the thing I hate about it is it it went away, and I don't have a record player anymore. I still have a bunch of yeah, records, yeah, yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't have a turntable. That's what I hate about it. What I love about it is I just love the artwork and yeah. the sleeve with the lyrics and the pictures and the you know the you know versus the CDs where uh, you know when you get to my age now you know I'm going to be 18 soon. And when you get to my age and you're looking at the, the, the you need them, I need a microscope to see the, the lyrics and the, you know, the musicians and the instrumentation and the gear and blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. So the album's nice. Cause it's a, uh, you know, it reminds me of the old gramophone and the, you know, I, and you know, people talk about sonically and whatnot, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it d- does sound a whole lot better, but you know, I, I still, I still go to record shops and buy CDs. So that's, that's how old I am. Yeah, and I, I can't think of anything I, I hate or hated about them. There were there were things that were definitely uh, less convenient. I mean, compared to how we listen to music today. But there's there's pluses and minuses. There's pros and cons uh, for for both. You know, the old days and 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 how things are now. You know, with the vinyl, obviously they weren't really that portable, and you had to be really careful. They were very easily scratched, very easily melted if you left them in the car too long or if you've left them on top of a, uh, you know, any device at home that created heat that <laughs> would destroy it. So it's nice not having to worry about your music getting destroyed uh, too easily. But like Patrick was saying, I really do miss, and it's a, it's a damn shame that this is something that's just lost now. People really just in general don't care about music packaging anymore or album artwork, liner notes. Um, all the inserts and stuff, it's all the special extras you used to get with records. So there's some fans who do, you know, but it's who do look forward to getting that that stuff. But it's more of a boutique item now, and it's also a lot more expensive than it used to be. You used to be able to buy a record, like a new record come out, you could get it for under ten bucks most of the time back yeah. in the day. Now it's like thirty dollars for the same, you know, same vinyl package that you used to get. And one thing I did start. One thing I could, one thing I did hate about vinyl was towards the end of vinyl's uh, heyday, when CDs started to take over. When you, but vinyl was still still took up a significant portion of the record shops back then. They stopped. They they would stop putting liner notes in. I remember when I bought the Tin Machine record when that came out in 1988, um, and I didn't I didn't have a CD player of my own yet at that point. I was still I was still listening to vinyl, so I went to Sound Warehouse. And bought the new Tim Machine record, and you get it out, and it's just one of those, you know, the outside 
looks great. And then you pull the record out and instead of being in a, in a nice paper sleeve with lyrics or something on it, it was just a clear plastic sleeve, you know, and that was happening a lot back in those days. And I was like, because the, the record people were not putting any money or into printing the LPs anymore yeah. at that point. That has changed now because they figured out they can charge three times as much. Yeah. <laughs> but back then we're like, eh, screw it. Let's just, just put it in a plastic sleeve. And so in order to get all the liner notes and lyrics and things like that, you had to get the CD. And that, that was one of the reasons why I was like, damn it, fine. Okay. I'll buy a freaking CD. I didn't even have a CD player. Like my, I think my roommate had one at the time. So that was really the only reason I started buying CDs. Cause they kind of shamed or, you know, annoyed me out of away from LPs. Cause they're like, we're not going to put any more effort into this. You might want to just go ahead and buy the CD. Yeah, so, and also, you know, on, on on that same point too, flicking through them, the LPs in a record store, so much easier than those, you know, those little jewel cases, yes. you know, or the paper cases, you know, the the. It's just, it's so div- It was just so nice to be able to just flick through those LPs, and you felt like you were actually looking for, you know, you you're yeah. gonna you're gonna find it, you know, you miss it in that, and, yeah, you know, or or you know, yeah. Heaven forbid that they're all, you know, they're stood up next to each other and there's, you know, you have to, it looks like a bookshelf. Right. With these tiny little, you know, you just, there's, there's no way to read those things. Like I say, yeah, you know, I'm getting old now, so I can't read that. I can't read that crap. So, right. and I still love to shop. I, I think if you're in Houston and you want to go to a records shop, you have to go to Cactus Records. Yeah. Um, like I was said before, Quinn, um, and actually when we get our record together, we're going to do an in-store performance at Cactus. Absolutely. And, uh, but Quinn and the, the crew down there, just they live and breathe music. And they have just Cactus Music and uh, Shepherd Square. You have to just do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. LPs, cassettes, CDs, yeah. Everything, probably eight tracks. I'm gonna, but they have a whole room uh, full of vinyl, vinyl, yeah. And they even have a, a turntable there you can listen yeah. to. It, so. And they also they 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 promote local music. Mm-hmm. There's posters up everywhere for what's coming up, and you can you can get everything you need at uh, Cactus Music. And and I, I I bring my kids there. They you know uh, they love the yeah. The, you know they 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 enter all their own stuff now. So we all just scatter when we go in there, and we you know. So it's it's great, and they they do use CDs as well. So yeah, um, I, I I bought a box set, um, a Rory Gallagher box set a while back. I didn't even know it was used, and I went up, and the guy said twenty three dollars. I said what? The <laughs> five CDs in here, and I looked, and it said gently loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, oh, yeah, I think yeah. I know her. Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> it was a uh, it was just a and you know stuff that we used to have on vinyl. And anyway, so there's just there's insane finds down there there's just mm-hmm. jewels there's just all kinds of stuff to really interesting gifts too like things that you wouldn't even think existed <laughs> yes really really cool gifts and so it's a great place to go to to buy if you're buying a present for somebody somebody who loves music it's not just about the cds and, and vinyl there they have lots of yeah, great music t-shirts. related t- yeah t-shirts and coffee mugs and crazy little just <laughs> just nutty stuff yeah um and but yeah, Cactus is is a Houston institution, and they've, they've yeah. been around uh, since the seventies, I believe. And they they were here when I first moved here as a kid. They were already they've moved. The location has changed since then, but it's still pretty much in the same neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, all the when I when I was a kid and I first started using my you know, allowance money to go and buy records, that's where I went. You know, like ninety percent of the time because that was that was where my mother and I lived uh, on Sol Ross not too far from the Alabama shopping center, which is where it used to be. 
uh, I could walk there. <laughs> and they, back in those days, they had, when cassettes were still a thing, they had an entire wall of cassettes. And that was one of the trippiest things about the original location. Back when it was still, you know, because before that location shut down, it was, uh, you know, it was right next to where Whole Food or Whole, Whole Earth is, it still yeah. is now. Whole Earth, that used to be, Cactus used to stretch across yeah. both of those locations. They used, to, they, they, they used to rent videos. And now Whole Earth has that whole Two space. Two for one on yeah. Tuesdays, yeah. Yeah, Whole Earth used to have half that space, but before that it was Cactus had everything. It was yeah. it was massive back in the day, back when they needed all that shelf space to store yeah. all that vinyl. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't, when, just one memory from that, when I went to go, uh, when Prince, his his single Controversy came out, and my mother, and I remember my mother and I were, were a fan of that song because we heard it on the radio all the time. I had no idea who it was. And I, because he sings that song in a falsetto, I assumed it was a woman singing. <laughs> so I went, I went to the shop and, and asked, I couldn't figure out who, who, who did the song or even what the, I knew the song was called Controversy, but I couldn't. So we had, I had to go and sing a little bit of it to, to the record clerk. I said, I don't know who, who's the woman who sings this song. And I sang it. I said, oh, that's Prince. That's the guy. So what did you sing? Give us a, give us a, give us a taste. Uh, controversy. It's not even the right key. That's, that's it's not, much higher than that. See, if you close your eyes, kids, you'd think you're in the room with Prince. This is back when Prince would, he played all the instruments and everything on his record. And uh, for you, for, you know, for you young kids, Prince is a singer songwriter from uh, Minnesota and he's no longer with us. Yeah. So tip. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and then while you're at Cactus, also go across the street to Rock and Robin, which that you know we're talking about Houston institutions. Rock and Robin has been around since the beginning of time. Bart and the gang down there do an amazing job, and there's used and new gear. They have everything. They can rent UPAs. They can fix your guitar. They can talk you in and out of love, and they're just uh, yeah, just a just a great group down there. But just when you're in, okay. One more, one more, and then I'll say no more about Shepherd Square, that area. <laughs> so right across the street, you got Rock and Rob, then you got Cactus, and then you got Amy's Ice Cream. And I, I wish I had stopped eating desserts because, I wish I hadn't stopped eating desserts because Amy's Ice Cream, homemade ice cream, I think they're out of Austin, but uh, the difference is our cruise shower down here. But um, the ice cream is handmade and homemade, and uh, you will not have any better ice people talk about bluebell and I, I i wouldn't feed i wouldn't feed bluebell to a to a stray dog i mean it's awful that's my just this is my opinion <laughs> just awful stuff i don't know what anybody said i there was controversy about somebody licking the thing i said hey she should get some money for that she, you know that's she she got the real end of that deal but anyway so i digress uh so amy's ice cream just in oh, so good yeah it's so good so that, there you do if you're in houston do not leave without seeing those three. Yeah. So all the Holy Trinity right there. Yeah. So, so you know. At Rocket Robin, that's where I bought my very first uh, steel string guitar way back in 1986, seven, six. Bought it for Christmas in 86. Yeah. My dad bought it for me, actually. Oh, so let's get the story straight. Who bought it? Well, I... My dad gave me a check, and I okay. Well, yeah, I just I just don't like the way you're. I don't like the way you just you know just swinging and out of the truth, Chad. Yeah, we're just, you know this is a guitar that Patrick uh, as a present he fixed it up for me recently. It had been in my closet for years because I as a when I was in my late teens I just wore the frets out, and so he took it to, to our friend Neil Sargent, who worked his magic on it. And now it sounds better than it ever has actually, which is amazing. It's an old Martin Sigma 
guitars, one of my favorite things that I own. Great um, guitar. Really good yeah. sounding guitar. And I bought uh, later my first guitar amp I bought there as well, which I don't have anymore. It was a crate. <laughs> yeah, you should maybe bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> it served me well. I mean, as, as, as uh, I, I, I used to grumble about it just because I really wanted to roll in jazz chorus really bad back in those days. I was a rhythm guitar player at the time. I really thought that would have suited my sound better. But by, you by sound the time, like one of those kids that, want, that wanted to go to the doctor to get a shot. <laughs> That's awful. What, you don't like the Roland JC? No. Yeah. Well, see, no. this was this was the eighties. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I mean, that that was that was the sound that I wanted. I mentioned uh, Ruben Dominguez, who was a guitar player for Toho Ahiel. He had one of those back then. That's. But there were a lot of bands who used those oh, back yeah. then, back in those days. But I couldn't afford it. There was no way, so I, I got a crate. <laughs> but that thing never it never failed me. You know, I wound up selling it. I think no, actually, I think gave it away. I think uh, James Edwards actually came when I was living in New York. Uh, he came to uh, to take it, and he, he gave it to one of his friends. I think I forgot. I had to ask him where that wound up. Anyway, it's probably still been used. Actually, well, I could we I could talk for hours and days about everything that happened at Rock and Robin and yeah. Cactus Records. So yeah, um, but I think we're running out of time now. Yeah, so well, now you do, have to run. Yeah, definitely. But uh, uh, keep the questions coming, and uh, yeah, check out the. Um, you know, we'll get a link up if we don't get the link up because the 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 you know Chad's been very punctual with this uh, with this um, slapper cast. But uh, if, if if we don't get the information up in time, we will be posting it again uh, about the t-shirts because we want to uh, yeah uh, support the troops, but we also want to make sure that the uh, Penlands get these shirts out because they're they're just are absolutely phenomenal. The logo is fantastic. Yeah. they're great looking shirts. They feel mm-hmm. great, and uh, so we'll we'll get that up there. And uh, yeah, come out and see a show. We're uh, you know we're get, we're we've got some new stuff you haven't heard, and we've got um, that's right. We just debuted a new song uh, this past weekend. Yeah, and then uh, we'll do uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll get some more out for you. And it's uh, it's really it's it, it's really exciting the things that are happening. So um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And um, yeah, and uh, we'll, um, you know go check out our friends uh, policing for our community, and uh, you know the the drunken monkey privateers, all that stuff. And, uh, tell them we said hi and we will, we, we, you know, we look forward to, uh, talking at you, uh, very soon. Thanks folks. Good night.